0: Hello and welcome to the ETOF21sports podcast. My name is Eric. I'm the man behind ETOF21sports. You can find my work at ETOF21sports on Twitter, at ETOF21sports underscore on Instagram for all your sports betting needs, at ETOF21sports underscore fantasy for fantasy football thoughts, my five things from yesterday, daily hot takes on Instagram. And for free horse racing plays, we gave out the Black Eyed Susan winner yesterday and we're live in the Black Eyed Susan Preakness daily double at ETOF21sports underscore horse underscore racing, full Preakness card, already posted there, we'll having some stuff from Belmont, Santa Anita I believe, has a mandatory pick six payout today, I'll definitely be tackling that there, also it's Saturday, you know what that means, Brandon from Off the Post, Boston Sports is coming on, we're going to talk, the Dover, the Monster Mile, we're going to give out our picks, and everything, so we have a great show today, also real quick, I want to thank Gino, for letting me come on again, talking NBA, love going on his show, talking NBA, People have asked me, Eric, what do you think of the NFL schedule? I'm still diving into it, guys. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm not here going to put out half-assed material. I want to take my time, go through it. Obviously, if you listen to the show, you know I'm kind of in the midst of moving, dealing with all the joys of that shit. And it's kind of funny. It's like every time I buy a new place, I kind of see how the stress of moving. It kind of gets more and more the older I get. Because I think it's probably because the more shit I accumulate. So... I will dive into that. I'll be going on Geno's show, kind of talking about that within the next couple weeks. Anyone that reads my contact knows there's one team I'm going to be fading a lot. And if you looked on my webpage, I mean, I put the futures and I like in there for the NFL season. We got to be careful though, because NFL obviously is the most bet thing and everyone wants to be diving in. You have all these people putting out all this content. Guys, do your research, or if you have people you trust, make sure you listen to the people you trust. My record in the NFL and everything speaks for itself. I have all my stuff tracked on the website, tracked on um, Bet Stamp, tracked on Action Network. I put my stuff out there. I win, I lose. You guys know. I'm not like these other people that are having miraculous wins. And also, guys, if you guys look at my stuff, I'm not paying playing anything over minus one, one twenty-five. One twenty-five is as high as I will go. You see these guys that are laying these monster odds, parlays that are barely breaking even, one unit to to win 1.125 unit. How the hell are you going to get excited about that? So with this betting stuff, because there's a lot of stuff going on, just be careful. Also, the NBA, please be careful. I have one game I like this weekend. I gave it out on the Gino Bacala show, and I explained why. It's going to be a membership play. I will send that out tomorrow morning. And also with the NBA, it's kind of interesting. Like, this play-in tournament has created interest. Tomorrow's Memphis-Golden State game, let's be honest, it was going to just going to be a throwaway game, but that's basically going to be a playing game to see if you're 7-8 eight, or 8 or 9-10. So there's going to be people watching that. And you damn well know that NBA is going to want Steph Curry against LeBron in that playing game. So it's really going to be interesting to see how that game is officiated. And I'm looking forward to it. And it's created buzz. And the thing with the NBA that we have to remember is everyone's talking about the play-in tournament. Everyone seems to forget that if you avoid the play-in tournament, what happens? You have a whole week to prepare. There are a lot of good coaches in the NBA. Some of them not so good. But you got coaches like Carlisle, Spolstra, Tibbs, who I consider the top tier of coaches, those three they're going to have a week to prepare? Are you kidding me? A week to motherfucking prepare for the playoffs? Oh my God. I mean, those are three coaches, three teams that I would definitely want to avoid just because of all the prep time these guys are going to have to get ready. And it's also going to be interesting to see last year was such a controlled environment. and You get these teams that have good leadership And have so much structure when you even add more structure and get rid of the distractions, how well they did, aka the Heat and the Lakers. Now you add these distractions traveling, going to different cities, nightclubs, women, going to Miami. How are these teams going to adapt? Because this playoff is going to be completely different than last year's playoff. So I'm really looking forward to that. You know, I'll be on the Gino Bacala podcast throughout the whole playoffs, giving my crazy thoughts on NBA and everything. So I'm really looking forward to that. So thank you for Gino for coming on. Also on my show, we're going to have my girl Shay. Congratulations to her. She just got her master's degree. I believe next week she'll start coming on. We'll start talking some NBA throughout the playoffs. So I'm really looking forward to that. Also, big news, is today, my card, like I said, is already up at etoff21sports underscore horse underscore racing. Bob Baffert. So here's the thing we need to remember. At the Arkansas Derby last year, Baffert had two horses, Nadal, and I'm spacing on the other one, test positive for a substance. Under oath, he said he gave it to him. Do I think Baffert cheated? Yeah, everyone cheats. Everyone fucking cheats in horse racing. So did he cheat? Yeah. He got caught? Yeah. Should his horse be allowed to run? No. And we saw what happened in the Black Eyed Susan, his horse, which was the favorite I, he, he, did, he, he even hit the board. He didn't even hit the board. So the horse that was the favorite didn't even hit the board. So I really think that Medean Spirit. I don't even think she hits the. He, excuse me, he hits the board today. I included him in my pick fives, pick six, pick fours, but in my Preakness, Black Eyed Susan, Daily Double, I did not include him. So I don't think he wins it. But just in case something funky happens, I did. So. It's going to be interesting to see, because if that horse doesn't hit the board, oh my God, the outcry of everything is going to be insane. And it was funny, like, it's just, you see these lawsuits against Bafford and everything, and you're just kind of scratching your head. There's no way that's going to go through. And it, it, it's just, it's just funny to me. It, it's, it just really is funny to me. And then you see CNBC, who's having a professional gambler. I mean, I've heard stories about that guy. I'm not going to sit here and badmouth him, but he's far from that, guys. So we just got to remember that. Which brings me to my other thing. Like, I've been in a couple group chats, and it's funny to me in group chats just because I can tell right away who the legit sports bettors are and who the hacks are. If you're a legit sports bettor, all you care about is winning money. And, like, I'll be honest, that's me. I want to win money. This is how I win money. This is how I provide for my family and everything. And this is what I do. And that's my number one priority. If I win a bet, I'm in these group chats. I'm not fucking pounding my chest or anything. I'm getting ready for the next bet. That is what I'm doing. I have a service that I run that I charge minimal for. And I'm seeing what these other guys charge, and it's comical. And care about winning money and you know if you guys pay for my service throwing you guys some plays at a discounted cost just be so people don't steal my shit that I used to post for free that's it but I have these people in these group chats it's like Jesus Christ oh look at me I want to bet oh look at me I want to bet oh look at me I want to bet dude I don't freaking care like I'm glad you want to bet I really am like you made money and that's what it's all about but the fact like all your messages in the group text are like, hey, look at me. Tells me you're not a good better. What also tells me you're not a good better is this 10U you, 20U you bullshit. I mean, 10U you, 20U, you, no one's doing that. Most I've ever done is four you, and that's it. The majority of my plays, one you money line, two you spreads, a couple three you. And once in a blue moon for you. But I saw someone at a 20U play on Twitter yesterday. That right there just screams you're a fucking fraud at a red flag. And you're betting Monopoly money. And if you are betting units, your units are probably two bucks. That's just the fact of life. I don't mean to be a dick. But we just have to sit back and kind of read the situation. And we have to kind of understand the situation. And then the other thing that's funny to me is I'm in this group chat in Instagram. And this guy was like, hey, you want to come in this group chat? It will, like, by doing it, it will help you increase your engagement and it will make you more popular. And that's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. Like, I I try to do that. Basically, you just like and comment on these other guys' posts, these other cappers' posts. So I'm in it and I'm trying my best. Like, I feel that in terms of sports files and capping, I'm one of the better ones on Instagram and my spreadsheets and everything. I do support that so that is why I am doing this and so I I'm in the I'm in it and I'm like commenting and liking and everything and it's so funny to me these other quote-unquote cappers are in in it well actually I take that back some of them are really legit some of them like get you back with the likes and the comments which is fine but these other ones are just hysterical because you like and you comment at them and then immediately they hit you up oh you want to buy my package Could you come across more desperate? Understand, I'm only liking this post because I'm in the same group chat as you. So, I mean, I think I've already, I'm going to exit that group chat because it's pointless because everyone's just kind of looking out for themselves, trying to put themselves in the best thing. But guys, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on. We just got to be careful with the NHL, NBA playoffs, MLB playoffs. Just be careful who you trust. And make sure you look at their work as a whole. All my work, you guys know where to find it. Action, bad stamp, webpage. I have multiple ways you can find my work. But if you see someone posting short-term results or won't give you spreadsheets, that's a red flag that they are a fraud and that you should avoid them. So that is it for my little rant. Like I said, we have a great show and let's dive right into it. So now let's welcome back Brandon from Off the Post Boston Sports to the show. Brandon, how are you doing today, man?
1: Doing good. How about yourself?
0: Dude, you know, I love this type of year. You know, we got horse racing. The Preakness is today. We have a great UFC card. I mean, we got NASCAR. NFL schedule just came out. NHL playoffs are starting tonight. NBA playoffs are starting tonight. You're a huge Boston sports guy. Before we dive into the NASCAR... I mean, let's hear it, man. We got the Caps. We got the Bruins tonight opening it up. A, what's the bet for the game tonight? Currently, the Bruins are minus 140. Over under is 5.5. It's
1: hard because I want to bet with my heart. <clears throat> you, just, you can't do that. Um, I think it's going to be a six or seven game series for sure. Um, it's going to be physical. They're going to have to... The Bruins are going to pull this out. They're going to have to be able to match physicality. And I think you got to set the tone with Wilson and set it early. Because if you don't, the guy's going to run around and take your head off. We've seen it all season where the NHL dropped the ball with his suspension. Um, there's, I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> I did not want to play them first round. I was actually one of those guys hoping that we drop um, the last two games, not intentionally, but drop to be able to play the Penguins. But uh I'm super pumped, man. Can't wait for seven fifteen. So
0: I mean I got some money in my account. If I was gonna bet aside, do I mean do I do I take the minus one forty on the road? Do I take the caps? Or do I just sit back with my trusty Miller Lite and enjoy a little playoff hockey?
1: Um, if I'm just a straight better and I'm I'm not my heart's not with the Bruins, uh I would have to side with the caps. I mean Better just barely have a better record. The the I think the reason Vegas is leaning Boston is because we, we won the season series, but you uh you take the plus with a home playoff team in game one. Um, so I would have to side with the Cats for game one. It doesn't mean that I'm not I don't think the Bruins can, can capitalize and get the first win on the road, but when do you not take a plus at a home team that had a great regular season?
0: Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. And I mean I'll tell everyone I'll give away a free pick right now. I'm gonna do first first period no call plus three forty line on bovada. I mean I just feel what is this, the ninth time these team has played? I just feel like game one, they know each other, they've played each other so much. That's that's gonna be my one bet. And I'll sit back and I'll enjoy my nice uh frosty beverage. Um
1: It's gonna be physical. <laughs>
0: But we got an interesting race this week at NASCAR um, Dover. Now, what? Tell us about before we jump into our picks and everything. Tell us about the track, the track type, and in general how the track track plays and everything.
1: It's concrete, not asphalt. Um, So tire wear is really, really key here. Um, The tires won't last as long as they normally do. Uh, They call it the Monster Mile because it's just it's a monster. Um, even on my simulator, I did a hundred lap race yesterday, and I got off. My hands were hands are hurt, and arms were a little sore. Um, the banking is so high there, and just the way that the corners roll, if you if you slip up coming out of the corner at all, you will smack the right the right front of the the, the car on the wall. It's uh, it's aggressive. It's hard to pass. Really hard to pass. Um, and if there is a wreck with multiple cars. The back stretch and front stretch are so narrow that you don't have anywhere to go. And you guys can look up videos from the past say crashes at Dover. And if two guys are into it, you're going to have five or six guys into it by the end of it.
0: Now, you made an interesting statement. There's not going to be much passing. So right there, that should tell everybody you want to look to the cars that are in front of the starting grid because you're not going to get those extra points for passing if you play a DFS lineup, correct?
1: Correct. Correct. The only time you're really going to see a lot of passing is uh, when pitch, green flag pit stops start happening. Because when you have fresh tires at this track compared to a guy with even 10 to 15 lap tires, you're going to be pulling at least a second on them each lap. So you'll see that. But uh, definitely on restarts, places, just whenever it's bunched up, it's hard to run too wide coming out of those corners. So, uh, yeah, I don't I I don't see a lot of passing unless uh, it's strategy gets involved.
0: Now, what are we? We're 12 races in, correct? Yes. So how many more open spots do we have for the playoffs? We have
1: six, I believe. I'm looking at it right now. Standings, 2X with a win or three wins. Logano, Larson, Byron, Blaney, Keselowski, Kyle, McDowell, Bowman. Bell, yes.
0: So we have six open spots that does not have a winner involved. So we are six open spots. So, I mean, we talked about this off air. This is kind of the week where you just hammer a couple guys or you spread it out. Um, The first guy I like, you like as well, I like Denny Hamlin. Um, I'm looking at his history at Dover. He's got six races, one win, three top fours, four top tens. And at this intermediate-mile track type, he's got two wins overall, 10 top fives, 11 top tens. He's been racing well. It just seems like there's always an issue with him, and he, like, screws himself in these races. He should have won a couple by now. He's plus 600. He's definitely going to be on the card. I'm either going to go big with two units two units on him, or I'm going to go small with one. I haven't really decided yet. What You like him this week as well, correct?
1: I do. And speaking of the two units, if it's, or just going one, um, if you're going to throw one unit on Hamlin, I'd back it right up with a unit on uh, Harvick. That way you have two front runners at about the same odds that are both due for a win. What's going on with Denny's season is it's really mind boggling because you've never seen him have issues like this. He's finishing. His average finish is 7.3 this year. It was 9.3 last year, so he's overall having a lot better season. But in the closing laps, I don't know if it's in his head. Um, I don't know if it's something with the, the crew chief. I, I don't know what it is, but he's failing with 10 to go. Um, so he he is due for one, and he will be up front in this race. The question is, do you throw your money on a guy that has not been able to close it out, hoping that he's finally going to get that monkey off his back? And
0: People forget that these guys, these professional athletes, are just like us. We talked on this with Ryan Newman racing at Daytona. There's always that mental block. Like, if you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to do this. I've been doing this all year. Don't fuck up. You know what I mean? And those guys do it just like all of us do it throughout our normal day. Um, I like Harvick, too. Harvick's the other guy, like, you know, plus 750 on DraftKings and FanDuel. He's got two wins at Dover in the last six races, and his average finish is 3.33. I'm actually kind of surprised with how he's looked in the last couple races. He's not the chalk here in Truex's.
1: No, and uh, his, uh, his nickname is The Closer, and normally this is the guy that gets to the end of a race and just closes in and pulls it out. Um, I'm wondering if he's fallen into, I don't want to call it an age issue, but we saw Jimmy Johnson when, uh, towards the end of his career, just start fading. And I feel Harvick's doing the same thing. But also, on the flip side, Harvick can come out and get a win. And that, to your point, just change all momentum and finally start being happy Harvick again.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... But he's been improving every race. You know what I mean? Correct. We we haven't seen regression. So, I mean, I'm going to take him... May I haven't decided on my unit distribution. Those are the only two real guys... I like, Um, you mentioned someone else, who do you like? Yeah, so if we're going to spread it out a little bit, and
1: we're looking at ROI, there's three names that pop, there are four names that pop right out. I wouldn't bet all four, but uh, Joey Logano at 15 to 1, Ryan Bellini at 22 to 1, and then the two dark horses that I really like for ROI is your boy Kurt Busch at 50 to 1, and Tyler Reddick at 50 to 1. You know each week I like to pull a dark horse out there. and we have been successful a decent amount of the time this season. But uh, those 250-1s to ones are pointing right out at me. And if you guys are listening and you guys are getting on this soon, yeah, I would lock that in before tomorrow.
0: Now, what about Cole Custer? I'm looking at him right now. And, I mean, he's only raced here twice. He's finished in the top 10 once, average finish of 10.5. I know the sample size isn't as big as everybody else. Um, like what about Cole?
1: I hate to say it, but the only way Cole's going to pull off a win is if somebody else makes a mistake. Like his one win that he got last year, it was just, it was a restart bottleneck. He took the high line. It was gone. Um, things would have to just, the chips would have to fall in his lap. And I really like the guy. I think he's a great driver. Um, I think his odds are that high because I talked about lack of passing, and he starts thirtieth this week. Um, I think he's great when it comes to uh, DraftKings at seventy seven hundred, but uh, I mean, if you're just sprinkling it around a little bit, yeah, sure. But I would almost, I'd almost go a little bit smaller and look at somebody like Eric Jones who has shown speed this year at one hundred and fifty to one.
0: What about? Daniel Suarez, there's like, sometimes he's really good, sometimes he's really not, and eh, you know what I mean? But he seems like the last couple weeks overall, if you look at his total race production, seems to be getting better. Him this worth the, anything, or?
1: No, not this week. Um, I, I would fade Suarez this week. This is one of those just physically demanding tracks. And if you look over his history the the races that he's doing well in are these mile and a halfs that aren't I don't want to use the word lack of physical demand but you gotta get up on the wheel in this track and you gotta be able to sling the car around and I, I don't see him being able to do that this week. So he's gonna be one of my fades starting twenty fourth.
0: Now what about your boy Chase Elliott sitting at nine to one?
1: I don't know what to say about him. He uh He's acting normal, so just per an inside source I do have that's around him consistently, he's not letting it get to him. Um, there's no mental mind block. Um, there is a little bit of frustration over all that. He did win the championship last year, and he's kind of having that that championship hangover. But uh, he's having consistent top tens. Um, he's got the speed. It's just he hasn't had what Hamlin or any of those guys that are staying in the top five. He'll get there and then fade. Um, He is nine to one. Um, I've told you guys, when you have a name like that, when it's double the number uh, for ROI, I like it. Um, I will absolutely sprinkle something on Chase. I do it every week just because it's your favorite driver. You might as well throw some money on him. If he wins, you get to enjoy a win and some money. But uh, betting strategy-wise, he is not going to be my guy that I'm going to rely on. But he starts eight, and uh, he's won here before. Uh, so he has a guy to look out for.
0: Now let's just rifle through these head to heads that are on Bovada. Busher Custer. Busher. Larson Truex. I'm
1: going Larson.
0: Hamlin Harvick.
1: Hamlin.
0: Bowman Byron. Bowman. Almirillo Newman.
1: Newman, because Amarillo can't finish a
0: race. What's up with him? <laughs> like, honestly, like, I mean, it seems like ever since he got in the 10, he's been money. But this year, it's like he's Chuck Knobloch back in the day with the Yankees when he couldn't throw to first base. He's got, like, the yips. What What the <laughs> hell is going on with
1: him? You know yeah, what I mean? I, like, seriously. He, he he needs to go find a rabbit foot, man. It, it's, it's, it's disappointing for him. Uh, we talked about it, I think, the last week of the week before. Great guy. Good talent decent equipment and he's just at the wrong place the wrong time every single week
0: it's just it's just amazing like he just can't get out of his own way um elliot and kyle elliot you're two dark horses in the head-to-head kurt really and, and tyler
1: um i'm going uh going tyler
0: wow um Dylan and Maddie D. It's
1: gonna be a Maddie D track. Go Maddie.
0: Now you said it's gonna be a Maddie D track. Let me cycle back up here. I am looking for where'd it go. Top tens and like top ten. Would you be interested in a Maddie D top ten at plus one seventy five?
1: No, just because. I hate those because do I think he can get a top 10? I absolutely do. But the amount of money you got to drop for him just to get a top 10 is just, I'd rather put put money on him to win at 66 to 1 rather than having to drop. I mean, I don't like those plus 175s. It goes back to what we talk about picking winners like I think Truex X will be really well throughout the whole race and could win another, but I'm not putting money at thirty to, uh three fifty to one. Like or three dollars and fifty cents to one.
0: Yeah, that just makes zero sense to me. I totally agree with you. I'm looking for I'm looking for a home run if I'm gonna be placing a uh a win bet, and that's what I'd rather do. I'd rather throw like a quarter unit on on uh Matty D and then a couple units on Harvick, a couple units on Hamlin, something like that. Um Agreed.
1: Kazowski Legano. Go Legano.
0: Now of course if we get some fade Bubba, we'll obviously be on the Fade Bubba train <laughs> um this week. I'm looking at these these guys. Is there Somebody actually messaged me, and I'm kind of throwing you on the spot right here, and that's my apologies. Somebody actually messaged me and they're wondering if we could give out a DFS um, lineup filler, sleeper type of guy. Someone, you know, kind of like a low budget guy to kind of fill in the lineup to make to make a lineup work when you fit in those expensive guys. I'll be honest, I really don't play NASCAR DFS. I'm more of an NFL, DFS type of guy. Um, I know you have come very close to hitting a home run this year on multiple occasions. Looking at this NASCAR lineup, I'm pulling it up right now. In the Cup Series, here we go. I'm going to just be saying some guys' names. Let me know, going down here to the... To the lower price, guys. Um, how about your How about your boy LaJoy, Joy? Fifty, fifty seven hundred.
1: Starting twenty six. Um, he's a possibility. Um, let's run through a couple more, but he's uh, he's definitely a possibility because you need a guy to finish a race, but you also don't want to grab somebody that's going to instantly be three or four laps down on that first run.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking people that are sixty seven or lower. That's what the person asked for. Um, Pence, 5900 Uh Yes. He's a really physical,
1: strong driver. I, I like him at this track, so yes, I do like Pence. Or, or Priest.
0: Priest, sorry. Um, Alfredo? Yeah. No. Uh, Not at all. McDowell? No. You already said no to Suarez. Uh, Chastain, 6500
1: I don't like his start position. He's starting nineteenth, so you're you're I don't think he's a top ten driver whatsoever at this track. So I don't know what kind of what kind of points you're gonna get back on him because he's gonna be a type of guy that's either gonna finish where he starts in nineteenth or he's gonna fade to like twenty fifth. Busher. Uh no. He, he the the tenth place starting is killing me. Is it that's 66? why he's. That's why he's still sixty six hundred. Because if he was starting in twentieth, he'd be seventy seven hundred.
0: So, Bubba Wallace at sixty nine hundred. There's no way I could put him in a line if I was going to do one. Are you going to do it? No. If you're looking for a true sleeper this week, guys, to
1: actually to be able to be in the running for some really good money, I the seventy seven car has been uh, very very slow on occasions. But they're putting uh, Junior Motorsports' Josh Berry at 5,300 in that car. He's starting 29. If the car can stay together, Josh Berry's a hell of a driver. Um, I definitely see him being in the Cup Series in the next couple years. So if I had to throw a real low fantasy guy in there to be able to get you some drafting points, it would be Josh Berry at 5,300.
0: Now, speaking of Josh Berry... Fifteen to one, top ten, man. Fifteen to one, top ten for Barry.
1: I like that. I mean, the chances are going to be very, very, very slim because the the seventy seven equipment. The only win that that car's got is a Daytona win when it rained. Yeah. And it, it does not. It cannot compete with any anybody else. But with him being twenty nine. He will probably be a lap or two down in the middle of the race, but if a couple of cautions do come out to where he can get on the lead lap and bring the car home, I, I, I like him starting ninth.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so there you have our DFS sleepers. Now, let's cycle the football a little bit. You're a huge Patriots guy. Um, the schedule came out a What is your initial reaction looking at the schedule? And B, how excited are you for that Week 4 matchup against the Buccaneers and Tom Brady?
1: I'll start with the Week 4 matchup. Um, I still love Tom Brady. I would absolutely be his towel boy if I was asked. That would never change. Um, He is the GOAT. Will always be the GOAT. I loved him winning the championship last year because it just added to his legacy. I don't like how he's acting now. He's gone on tw- uh, Twitter and Instagram has made some comments about how him returning back to Foxborough is going to be like going and visiting the high school he went to. As if as if he's on another level now compared to when he was with New England. So I'm not a big fan of of it. Um, his dad came out and said it should be an easy win in New England. Um, I wanted to go. I already looked it up. Tickets the the, <laughs> the bare minimum ticket right now is uh almost 1200 bucks um so i will not be attending the game uh i like our schedule it's really gonna it's not even the schedule i can look at right now because it's the fact of what cam newton are you gonna see um i really think he's gonna have a rebound year. are you gonna see matt jones at some point does he shine in preseason and they start him and cycle cam there's just so many what ifs i mean we start off Dolphins, Jets, two division games right out the gate. Those are going to be big. Um, then we get the Saints, who that's another team you don't know what you're going to see. You get the Bucks. The Bucks are the Bucs. Um, if I had to put a win or a loss on there, I'm putting an L right out the gate to space off of, off of talent. Texans are a dumpster fire. Cowboys, <laughs> sorry if you're a Cowboys fan listening, but you never know what, what you're going to get with that team. But then it's Jets, a good Chargers team, at Carolina, which I'm super pumped for because I live 20 minutes from the stadium in North Carolina now, so I'll 100% be attending that game. Browns are decent. Falcons, dumpster fire. Titans, been well the last couple of years. A good Bills team. Colts, I like Bills again. Then Jaguars and Dolphins. So I think we had the seventh easiest schedule on the uh, out of the league. So um, I don't see, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, as a fan, I, I don't see overall like back-to-back challenging games. Yeah,
0: I mean, the main thing for you guys is obviously the quarterback position. Like, Is it going to be Newton? Are you going to feel the pressure to start Jones? I think your defense is going to be insanely better. I think your offense is going to look better. Um, You've definitely added some wide receiver talent which was definitely lacking last year. But with the wide receivers that they added, it kind of tells me that this is Newton's year and Mac Jones is going to sit one year.
1: Correct. Also, it's been a rumor for two years now, and the rumors seem a little more heavy this year. But uh, there's still talks about us trading for Julio Jones. And if we got to give up a draft pick and uh, maybe even Stephon Gilmore... I'm 100% good with it. If you can bring in Julio Jones and you have Nelson Aguilar, you're going to have Jacoby Myers, which nobody talks about, but the man puts up numbers every week and has a really good relationship with Cam. Um, You got Kevin Bourne. Um, I like how we didn't go after a number one style receiver in free agency, and we grabbed two solid guys and paid them both rather than investing all your money into one quarterback. So to your point, Cam is going to have a lot more options Um, I think the biggest thing that nobody's looking at is the the fact that White re-signed with us. Him as a pass-catching running back out of the backfield is so big. And I think out of all the moves that we made, that was one of our best moves. And then don't even forget the two tight ends we grabbed. Two of the the best tight ends in free agency.
0: Oh, for sure. I Um, mean, Newton loves throwing to the tight end. Who knows, Henry or Smith could be his Greg Olson this year. I mean, he loves checking it down to the tight end. So Can you I not think see that's this great.
1: going back to the Hernandez Gronk days. Like I feel that Bill is really trying to go back to the double tight that's gonna give more protection around camp. It's gonna help with the blocking and the running game. And then I think if they pound the run and pound Cam, that's just gonna open up that's gonna open up the secondary.
0: Yeah, to take those shots down the field. Yep. And I mean I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna be a playoff team for sure. I think they're gonna definitely challenge the bills i think the dolphins are a little overhyped i've said numerous times for years two it sucks nothing has changed my mind on that jets i mean god only knows first year coaching staff you don't you have no idea where you're gonna get and everyone and with the bills everyone kind of has the film let's see how they adjust offensively but i think there's no reason why they shouldn't be in the playoffs this year with that schedule and the improvements they made um, Brandon, thanks for coming on. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media?
1: Off the post, Boston Sports on Instagram and Facebook um, for iRacing, Boston Boy 83 on Twitch, also on Instagram. It's my personal Instagram. Um, big race next Thursday at Charlotte. have had about eight hours of testing. We're feeling really good about it. So uh, we'll see what happens next week.
0: Awesome, my man. I always appreciate the time. I always appreciate you coming on. Let's uh cash some winners tomorrow and good luck tonight with your Bruins.
1: Good luck, everybody. Go bees.
0: Thank you to Brandon to coming on. Guys, if you're not following Brandon, make sure you do. And here's the thing: like he really downplays it. He's right in the heartthrob of NASCAR country. Because of iRacing, he knows how tracks play, knows who is running well, knows the equipment. He knows more about NASCAR than probably anyone I know. And he downplays it a lot. So when he comes on, he drops knowledge, we gotta take it. And I mean he's hyping up those undercard guys, uh, Barry, Bush, Reddick, those guys should be in your DFS lineup. He's one of the guys that I'm talking about. He has shown that he knows his stuff. So when he says play someone in DFS, bet someone, that's a guy you gotta follow. So definitely make sure you're following Brando at Off the Post Boston Sports at Boston Boy on Instagram. Great follow, and those iRacing races are a great watch. Make sure you check check out his Twitch feed. I will share it once he gives it to me right before the race this week. So that's it for today's show. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Originally, Jason, aka Bully the Line, was going to come on, and him and I were going to preview the NHL playoffs. I was going to see who he liked and everything. But we're going to hold that talk off until next week. He's a little under the weather today, so make sure you check out next week's podcast when Jason's going to be on and him and I are going to be talking NHL playoffs. Great day of sports today, guys, with the MLB, NBA, huge game with the Memphis Grizzlies and Golden State Warriors tomorrow. NHL playoffs starting. Insane UFC card and the Preakness. So uh, let's cash some bets and drink some beer and make some money. Until next time, guys.